one of the things that you cannot afford to do is compromise on what is truly important to you. Always remember that you need to focus on what you can control. Commit to shining. Commit to making an inspired action towards your goals every day of your life. If you're not honoring your purpose, you are suffocating your soul. So go do that which is extraordinary. Go do that which is you. And be bold. Be you. Be unique in the process. Hello, hello, everybody. I am beyond excited for yet another episode of the Next Level on Purpose podcast. Some of you are like, what is the Next Level on Purpose podcast? Well, the Next Level on Purpose podcast is a podcast for trailblazing professional women who are feeling disillusioned in their nine to five jobs. Deep inside, this is you. Take a little listen. You know that you're very, very gifted, but you have some fears and insecurities around leaving your comfortable, cushy job to launch your own heart-centered, purpose-fueled business. And you know that deep inside you desire more and you are created for so much more. And every morning you wake up and you're like, what is that more? Well, this podcast is for you. My name is Joanne Muturi. I am a life purpose coach and business mentor for trailblazing professional women who are looking to align with their passions, chart their soul's path and build a successful business that intentionally nurtures their best self. This is for women who are wanting to find their purpose and alignment not only in life, but also in business. So if you're ready and eager to do the work and you're fed up with mediocre living and playing small, you know, it's time to play a bigger game and impact the world in a way that is authentically you. If the comfort of your nine to five is keeping you stuck in a comfort zone, then this is the podcast for you. On this podcast, you can expect to find inspiration, ideas, and motivation to help you move closer and closer to living your most aligned and purposeful life your way. I'm just about to introduce my amazing guest. I've been really looking forward to hosting her on the show. And you know, I've learned along the way before I bring her up that when you learn to give yourself permission to dream big, and to do big things in a big way with boldness and unapologetically. And you allow yourself to find the clarity on, on that big vision in your life. And then you start taking those steps. There may be many baby steps, but each step counts for something. And that is what I have seen with the person that I'm about to bring up. She has a very positive mindset. And one thing I like about her is that she does the work. And she does the work even when she's still in her nine to five job. So those of you who have been making excuses around how do I start? How do I do it? I believe you are going to be very encouraged and very, 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 very charged to make those next moves because Michelle. Kahonzi Iha, she's here. And I'm just going to do a quick introduction, Michelle, before I bring you up. Michelle is a self-proclaimed personal encourager. Tick, I agree. She's an IT professional and certified mindset coach. Tick, I agree. And she is a born-again Christian, undoubtedly so. Michelle has over 11 years experience in IT solution selling. She's currently working as a partner business development specialist services at Cisco Systems, and she is based in Nairobi, Kenya. Michelle is also a certified master mindset coach. She is the founder and lead coach at the Lady Anchored Limited, which aims at emotionally empowering fellow women to excel in their chosen fields and achieve audacious 
positive growth. Michelle, just reading that introduction just makes me beam with pride because you've used words that I like, you know, mindset. I love the words that you said, emotionally empowering. Then fellow women, right? And obviously achieve audacious, positive growth. Michelle, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself other than that, which I have just said? Thank you, Joanne. Thank you for having me on. Um, my first ever podcast. I'm quite excited to be here. So um, just off the bat, you've, you've talked about positive mindset. For me, I, that's my superpower. I, I believe everyone has their superpower. And for me, it's a positive energy and uh, looking at life in a positive way, just having positivity and being very optimistic. And that's that's me. That's one of the ways that people describe me. And I'm happy to be here. I... What I do uh, on nine to five is I help businesses to actually maximize on their IT investments that they've made. And, you know, part-time I have my own, uh, the Lady Anchored, which is a passion project and I love it and I'm just passionate about it and happy to be, uh, to even have this space to actually talk about it. And for me, it's coming from a point where I've seen having a positive mindset, having positive energy, uh, being optimistic, having a positive attitude in life, actually coming to to fruition in the things that I do. And I'm, I'm happy to share my story and I'm happy to just be in this space today. Thank you, Joanne. You're so welcome. And, you know, Michelle, you just talked about the Lady Anchor being your passion project. And most people may not understand what a passion project is. Is it just a hobby? Is it something that it, you use to just while your time? Or what do you mean by a passion project? Because for some of us, a passion project could be the gardening, at the, you know, me yeah. doing my little gardening at the back, or it could be me breeding dogs just because yeah. I love dogs. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. please elaborate on that a little bit. So passion project for me means living within your purpose in the sense that there are things that we go through in life and you come and realize that you would want to see life in a certain way. You'd like to positively impact life. And for me, when I say passion project, I'm so passionate about helping others experience radical self-love and self-acceptance because I've been through a journey where I came to realize I was living in autopilot. I, you know, life happened to me. And I could say I was a victim of my circumstances. But when I woke up and, and saw who God sees who I am um, and woke up and realized those resources that God has put in me, I realized there's more that God has put in me than I realized myself. And so being able to bring that out to others. Passion Project means I'm not you know, it's not, I'm not employed to do it. It's something I want to do and I'm fully giving myself to it, giving a hundred percent into that purpose and helping others actually be able to realize themselves and see who they are. I like that. And now that you mentioned it, you know, it's important that we get to know you a little bit deeper. You said it came from your own personal story. Yes. You said that you are living on autopilot and, you know, through this own journey of you working through your passion project, yeah. you came to a place of radical self-love and self-acceptance. But I won't take it from a surface level because yeah. I would want to know a bit more about that. Is that something you'd want to share with our audience? You know, just tell us a little bit more about that so that we can have context. Okay. So um, I don't take so far back because, I mean, I can take, you know, the, the whole session. Take your time, Michelle. <laughs> That's why you're here, so that people can be able to hear a bit more. So to the extent that you can share, please do not hesitate to do that. Okay. Thank you so much. So I've been brought up as an only child with a single parent. Um, and I'll just share how that also later, I'll just, you know, tie it in together. So I've been brought up as an only child. I uh, went to school, you know, did well, passed. And, and, and I believe most of us even who, who will be listening, you know, who are listening in right now, you have been there. You've seen success has come to you. You've been successful in all that we do. And you find that you're making it, not necessarily, it could be average or above average, but there's something within you that you haven't released. And that's what what this is about for me, the mindset, understanding that there's more in life 
that you have to offer that your circumstances, your past may have contributed, but there's something that you also need to unleash. And so being an only child in an era, you know, that was the 80s, not to give away my age, <laughs> but that was <laughs> the 80s. And, and so there's a stigma around single mothers, uh, you know, and, and single parent homes at that time. And I saw how it affected even the people around me and how they treated me and how, you know, the attitudes around being a single child and moving on into like later on in life. I, and I understand where my, you know, my mother was coming from. She wanted me to have the best life. And of course, as you grow up, you know, you have to do your best. You have to give your level best in all that you do. But in terms of actually thinking, is this in line with my purpose? Is this in line with the vision that uh, God has for me? Sometimes may not necessarily future. Like for me, it wasn't a thought that came. I just wanted to go on and, you know, go in with the motions of life. And I remember when I was finishing uh, high school, I told my mom, I want to do psychology. And it's funny why I say that because right now I'm actually studying, doing my master's in psychology wow. later on in life. But um, I told her I wanted to do psychology, but she said, you know, we're going to do business IT, which is something new that was being offered. And, you know, at that point, like, you know, I went through with it, not because, you know, at that point, maybe I could have been more convicted and said, okay, this is the path I want to take. This is where I feel my calling is. Because even now where I am, I want to help others to actually unleash that personal power that they have within them to actually lead the best lives that they can. And so I went in and did IT and I love it right now because with IT, there's the innovative aspect of it where every time there's something new that you're helping customers to actually mm -hmm. realize and how it meets their needs in, in, their, in their business. And so going through that, I came to a point, so I got married and usually the natural progression is children and, you know, and I, I got two miscarriages and then I also lost a baby, a preterm baby. And at that time, you know, is when I, I sort of woke up and realized I felt like I was a failure at that time because there's a way society lets us or tells us life should go. Like life should go, you know, school, get married, have children and, you know, progress in that, in that fashion. And so when I got that point, I felt like I was a failure because I was not really meeting those standards that had been set by the outside world and not standards that I had set for myself. So fast forward to the pandemic is when I realized there's more within me. There's more that I can do. There's more that I need to do for myself. Someone from the outside would see you have a flourishing career. You have a happy marriage. You're, you know, basically you're flourishing. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's where I've been called to be at in that moment in time. There's more that we need to unleash. There's that, but there's also more. And so I went on a journey and of course I worked with you, Joanne, in accepting myself and accepting what had happened and coming to fully realize that, you know what, regardless of all that has happened, I'm still here. There's a purpose within me. There's something I need to help others to also see and, and be able to, to activate within their lives. And that's what led me to The Lady Anchored. And just to mentioned the lady anchored started as a blog. So it was a blog where I was sharing my stories every day. I was sharing, you know, the journey that I went through in terms of the miscarriages, the thoughts that I had, and also my hopes. And the aim for me was I want to share in a space where I am still in waiting. I want to share with people that you can still be happy and cheerful and experience life and love even as you wait for some of the things that you're expecting for yourself. And even as you do that, you need to introspect and, and get to a point of what do I want? Am I living according to society? Am I living with what I need or what I have expected for myself or what also God wants from, from my life? You know, you said something and I really feel I really want to chip in there. And it's about okay. societal expectations. As you said, you had already gone away and I was about to have you reframe that really fast. How society expects things to be that you go to school and then you go to uni yes. and after uni you get married and after you get married you get children and after you get children and the story continues and continues and yeah. continues. And many people are living a less than fulfilled life yes. because of trying to follow those societal rules exactly. or that societal approach yes. of looking at things, right? Like 
I know some people, and you know, of course, I will name names here, who were very brilliant academically, but their life path took a different way. Yeah. That even though in school they did exceptionally well, they did not end up really building successful careers. And I believe yes. you know those kind of people. Yes. Or people who their parents had invested very greatly in them. And then along the way, they probably got pregnant yes. at an early age and yeah. their life took a different direction. And not to say that that direction is bad. Yeah, It just happened. And what I want to say is that if you're listening to this podcast, nothing here is to make you feel bad because we have our own unique paths in life. Yes. I have my own unique path. So does the random person walking on the street, right? If each one of us has that uniqueness that if we leverage on yes. and we look at not as a problem or as a challenge, but something that we can actually leverage on, we are on the road to really living out our purpose. Because for me, you know, I realized as Michelle has said, she came from a single parent background as an only child, right? And for me, my background is completely different from that. I lost my mom as a child and my dad uh, did remarry and I have other siblings and my once, you know, my sister from my mom. So again, that's a different type of household, right? Yes. But still all the same, a functional home, just as yes. Michelle's was in its own way. You know, we have also our own set of upbringing. We have the different places that we grew up in, different um, environments that we grew up in, some functional, some dysfunctional, yeah. some toxic, some very happy and encouraging. And those are the experiences that bring us to the person that we are right now. Yes. We are a sum of our experiences, yes. the good, the bad, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. So I wanted to add that before we proceed, because, you know, sometimes we can be having these conversations, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, our school systems, our societal systems, what they do is that they work towards commoditizing mm -hmm. people, making people like a, become like a commodity, mm -hmm. you know, that from the time you start school, and to the time you go to uni, that you, you're meant to be a certain age when you do certain things. And as you do these things, you look at it, look at it. Like when you're in primary school, you're all the same age. And then when you go to uni, there are some who come in later and you're like, but what were you doing all those years? Or some who come in early and you're like, how did this happen? But what I want you to know is that where we are right now, we don't want to look at people as commodities or as matrices or as statistics. Mm. We want to look at every individual yes. as a child of the most high God with your own unique gifts, yes. with your own uh, superpowers. And coming to that point where you understand that, you know, at the end of it, you are bringing something only you. Nobody else can can bring that juice. Nobody yeah. else can bring that value into this world. Only you. I was talking to somebody and Michelle, we're going straight to the interview now. You know, you've given a bit of background, but I wanted to chip in. You know, a friend was of mine was saying that she can be sleeping and she just hears something on YouTube and, or, or Facebook and she hears my voice. It's like, there is Joanne, right? She can hear my voice a mile away. Mm. Why? Because I have something that is very distinct in me that Tony Robbins or name whichever person that you may be following, Mel Robbins mm. or, you know, whichever other person that you absolutely adore may have. But that's my special source. Mm. And that special source is what you need to bring to the table unapologetically. Mm. So let's talk about um, emotional mastery. And what you'd call emotional intelligence, Michelle, because what I've just given is just a, a bit of a synopsis where many people are still held back mm. by their past mm. and they're shackled by things yes. that happened way back. What's your take on that? You know, like, how do we move from, oh, when I was 16, this happened mm. to me. When I was 22, this happened to me. You know, I didn't get the grades I wanted and I was a star. Mm. And you cling to the past. Mm. How can we use our emotions? How can we use our mindset mm. to move mm. past these things? Do you want to share a bit about, uh, around that, Michelle? Yes. First, I'd also want to say, 
we all have. You have so many reasons to believe in yourself, to be proud of yourself and to pre- appreciate yourself. And as you said, we are a sum of our experiences. And and also being a sum of our experiences, there are those things that we learned over, over time. So growing up, we are a blank canvas, yeah? And then, of course, over time, things we start adding onto it. Society, you know, your mom, your dad says a certain, this is how you meant to act, you know, this is how you, when you need to burp, you know, this is what you need to do. So the good and the bad, we, that's how we were taught. And so on that is where we get what we call our limiting beliefs. So we get beliefs that, okay, this is how life should be, or this is how we should be as, as individuals. And with emotional intelligence, what we seek to do, or what I seek to do as an emotionally intelligent person is identify what are the things that I have called beliefs in my life that are not serving me, that are not building me up. And I can just give an example because of the uh, my upbringing, I grew up feeling I'm not enough and I don't deserve the good things. I didn't have a father. So, you know, that already, I felt like there was something missing within me. That it was something that I attributed to myself, yeah, which was outside of me. So having to work and identify, first you've identified like, I am not good enough. Or why, why would you say you're not good enough? And so you go back and even address those things, go back to your past and see, why do I have this? What are those um, factors that I'm uh, I'm seeing are backing up this story? And so those self-limiting beliefs are what um, within EQ and also mindset coaching that I seek to work with you to actually help you see, to be able to uncover that. But that's um, just beside the point. Emotional intelligence is about one, being self-aware, being fully self-aware, knowing who I am, why do I feel the way I feel? And you'll find that our thoughts are what leads to our emotions. So the first thing that we need to do is address those thoughts. And uh, as I started for me, I'm all about positive energy, positivity, positivity. So it's going in and, and attacking the negative thoughts that we have about ourselves and attacking them with the truth. There's always what is right and there's also what is the truth, but the truth doesn't change. The truth will always stand. The truth is God loves us uh, as an example. So with that love, are we experiencing that love for ourselves or are we, you know, what has put us in a state that we have a filter that we're not experiencing uh, God's love fully. And what I'm saying God's love fully is because when you experience God's love, you will see that some of the things that you went through in your life, positive and negative, God was there. God has allowed some of those and they have created the kind of person that you are today. The Michelle that is here talking about helping others to feel self-love, to feel, to accept themselves, to be more self-aware of some of the things that uh, that they do, was once a very angry person, was once full of rage, was once full of, you know, trying to understand where some of the things that happened. Like an example was I was overreacting or getting overly angry over something very small, but you realize it's something based on your past. Like I can give an example for me, being laughed at was something that really, really affected me. And, you know, it's something very, sounds very basic, but, you know, uh, maybe I tripped and just an example, I tripped and then someone is laughing, oh my God, you're going to fall. And you find that I, I used to get really upset, but I came to realize that when I was growing up, there was a lot of ridicule that I felt and that I experienced. And so every time that happened, it clicks onto the past. It clicks onto that initial moment that this is where I felt I was not good enough. That's why, you know, I was being ridiculed and I was in that situation. And so it takes you to actually sit back and say, what is this emotion telling me? What is that thought that I have that has led to this emotion coming out. So once we're able to do that, then you're able to actually see, um, to, to come out of that, to deal with it, to identify it and counteract it with affirmations, with uh, declaration over your life. And that's a daily practice because remember, this is something you've had for years. This is something people have told you over the years. And I believe even John, you'd have one uh, for you 
people have labeled us different things, yeah? And so we've lived with those labels. We need to actually let go of those labels. But for you to let go, you need to identify who are you? Who is Michelle? Who is Joanne? Yeah. Or And who are you? And even as you think about that, what is your basis? What is your foundation? For me, it's God. My foundation is, is on the Lord. So what he says I am is who I am. <laughs> Just to put it uh, simply. So emotional intelligence about self-awareness, about relational awareness, identifying, you know, the, the relationships that you have, being able to manage the relationships, being able to have such a intense awareness or knowledge of yourself because once you have that it helps you to also be able to see other people develop empathy and yeah yeah so what i'd want to hear from you and i just picked a little note that stays by my side that reminds me of the truth because you spoke about the truth you know there's a difference between facts and the truth and then like um how you brought out and for me this is you know i know what i have in store for you there are plans for good, plans for growth. Yes. My plans don't lead you to harm or unhappiness. They are brimming with my love for you. Yes. That's from my Heavenly Father, Jeremiah 29, 11. And this truth sits right next to me because yeah. it is the truth. But yeah. you know these tools because these are the tools that you work with on a daily basis. But for somebody who has not had you know, a coach or a mentor or has not had access to some of this information, I want you to give them just one quick tool that they can put in their toolbox right now you know, because it's very well to say, change your limiting beliefs, you know, do do your declarations, do your what. But let's give them something practical that they can use right now without even having a coach or a mentor to get them, which for me is a fast starting point. Look for somebody to, to walk yes. with you. But if you yes. do not have that person, yeah. give the uh, our listeners just one quick tip that they okay. can use to help them reframe these limiting beliefs ah, great. and to change and change their story. Great. Thank you for that. Um, so one quick one, which just has come from the top of my head, is list your top 10 best traits. So just brainstorm on your best qualities. And once you've listed your top 10, 10, 20, however many, like uh, don't limit yourself, go all out, however many traits you want, uh, list them down. Those are your best qualities. And then use those best qualities to come up with short phrases. So those short phrases are what we call the affirmations. And you can have affirmations or incantations or declarations, whichever you choose. An affirmation uh, example is, one of mine is, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, I am favored and highly blessed. Yeah. And you know, these are this, and you can say that every day. And the good thing with that is you can put them out in the different categories. You can look at it from a faith point of view. I am fearfully and wonderfully made, you know, by by the Lord. You can do it by relationships. I have mutually beneficial relationships, positive uh, relationships that impact me uh, favorably. You can have for your finances. I am financially free and I make wise decisions with my money. And so, you know, there are all those affirmations that you can make. But the key is... You need to believe them. Don't just write because Michelle has said, hey, let's write. You have to believe it. It has to be a trait that you believe that you have in yourself. And right now, if maybe you feel there are no positive traits, I'd ask you to ask your closest friends, authentic friends that you have, relationships that you have in your life. Not only friends, it can be your mentors, it can be at work. And they give you a list of qualities that they see in you. Tell them to write as many. You can start with seven or more. And, you you know, just ask from work, from home, from church, which we, uh, whichever networks you have. And as they share them with you, you can now use those to actually come up with the statements. They can also do the same. They can write statements for you. And then you can take the ones that you truly believe in. You 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 can actually use that. The key is you have to truly believe in. If you come and say, I'm blessed and highly favored and you're not feeling it, you need to be in that realm of believing that this will happen for me or this is happening. This is who I am. Otherwise, it'll just be another statement that you're saying each and every day. So that's one of the ones uh, I would say. Um, I just like to also add, you can do a confidence resume. I, I love the confidence resume because similar to the way we have our, our resumes for work, this is a resume of, hey, this is what I went through 
through, I've been able to succeed in this. And this is how I went through it. You know, I went through miscarriages and I lost a baby. And through that, even in that situation, God was able to provide. We had a huge bill. He paid for us the bill. I saw the network and the friendship and I saw God's love in that time. And even from that time, I'm still here. I'm still standing and I'm still praising God and waiting on him to bless us with children. So that's a confidence. I went through something really bad and I was able to overcome it. Yeah, You're able to overcome it. You can also see what are the good things that came out of it. Yeah, it, it was a negative situation, but there's also a positive outcome. And I think that's why most people tell me I'm too optimistic because I always say even a negative situation, there could be or there will be a positive outcome. You may not see it right now, but it does happen. So yeah, those two tools. I know you said one, but I just put in a bonus there. <laughs> Thank you. I actually love, 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 love the confidence resume and it's something that I definitely will take on. I have an app that I love um, called I Am. It reminds me of who I am and every day it sends me little reminders. So it's one thing that I'm also going to add. For example, today it says, and it's so funny that you mentioned it, it said, I've been through so much, but I am still standing. Even in difficult times, I choose to see the good in life. Today I choose peace. I am proud and grateful for how much I have achieved in my life already. I am releasing and letting go of all negativity before I go to sleep. I see how finding a reason to be grateful in every situation is key to my liberation. Those are so many. And this app, yes. you just download on your app store, whether you're, you use Android or you use Apple, I'm an Apple fan, as you can tell, have these things. And for me, I've set mine to jump, to pop up every half an hour. So every half an hour, I'm being affirmed. I'm being reminded who I am. So those are very practical tips, Michelle. And as you said, you know, you're a personal encourager, just even hearing what you have come through and sharing with us so openly and from the heart. I say kudos to you because it's our truth that liberates us. And as we liberate ourselves by sharing our story, guess what? We are also giving other people permission to be them. We are also giving other people permission to self-express. And we're also giving other people permission to live out their own purpose. We're not talking about me today, but my own purpose was birthed from pain. It was birthed from the deepest agony, the muckiest waters. When I thought like, this is it, you know, my life is over literally I was taken out from that dark pit. And now when I look back, you know, on the other side, I'm like, I now see why everything happened the way it happened. We would not be here having this conversation, Michelle, had those unfortunate, difficult things not happened in my life. And now I can use those things as an arsenal. I can put them in my toolkit and help other women as well. So I'm so um, pleased with what you've just shared. There is a unique purpose and divine calling that only you can feel in this world. As a trailblazing professional, it is very likely that you are extremely gifted. You have a lot of talents, skills, and experiences that you bring to the table. You are multi-passionate and have lots and lots of bright ideas and amazing contributions to share with the world. But sometimes you feel very overwhelmed as you're not too sure where to start and what to focus on. You need a clear strategy and a step-by-step -step action plan to support you. Do not worry, I get it. Why? Because I was there. Your purpose is as unique as you are and will definitely evolve as you move through life. And sometimes it's the most unconventional path that could lead you to your true north. This journey can sometimes be very hazy and ambiguous, and you'll find that you desire to have someone who gets it, a companion on this journey, someone objective, not judgmental, but knowledgeable, someone who took their own leap of faith into the unknown and came out safely on the other side. 
to walk closely with you. Someone compassionate, but also unbiased, who can really help you see your areas of strength and help you figure out what and where to pay attention to. Help you see your blind spots and what to leverage on in whichever season of life you're in. If you're serious about creating your life by design, not by default, then let's speak. Please go to the show notes and you'll find a link to schedule your 30-minute complimentary clarity call with me. Go on, do it. Best decision you will make. Let's talk about how is it for you balancing your passion project of Lady Anchored with a full-time job and of course having your husband and family members. I can only imagine that you're a very busy person and and I'm sure you also have other commitments, other things that you engage with in your day-to-day life. But tell us a little bit how you're able to do it all, the career, the business, family, all those. Um, so I'll just say it is conscious, consistent, intentional action. That is one of the things you have to be conscious. For me, I'm very conscious that I have the lady anchored. I want it to grow. I want to help and I want to support as many women as I can. And I know even in business, I want to help as many businesses to maximize their value of what the, of all the purchases that they've made. So one of the things that I have is with every morning, I have, you know, an exercise that I go through, which is to see what do I want to achieve in this day? What will help me for my business and also for work? One very practical tool that I have is, you know, the calendar. I have one calendar for both my employer and both and uh, for the lady anchored. So within that, I set aside time. Um, very very conscious about my time. I set aside time for deep work for you know Cisco and also deep work for the lady anchored. They don't clash. Like when it's time for business, it's time for business, and I ensure that I've done that. And I also put within my calendar, you know, time for rest. It's lunchtime, it's lunchtime. Time to also rest and reflect, time to take a walk, time to take a breather. So for me, the calendar is one of the things that has really helped me. But then also making sure I'm making conscious choices, inspired action, knowing that this is my goal for this month for the lady anchored and putting all the resources that I can in that. If I need to register to log on for like to get help for the different tools, like, you know, for my social sites. I also ensure that I've set aside time for that to be able to focus fully on that. And, um, you know, so I also don't have uh, things clashing because at the end of the day, if you're not conscious, you'll find that there's overwhelm that happens. You'll find that, oh, there's this that has to be done at work. And there's this that you also need to do. And you're just the one person that you need to to do. So you, you find like during the week, daytime, fully, fully work. Uh, in the evenings, now I focus on my on the lady anchored. And then weekends again, also on the lady anchored, mostly because I also have uh, my own walk and talk therapy sessions that I do. Uh, and they're usually slotted on the Saturdays. Just, just a note on that. Yeah. Wow. I like that. And I don't know, have you read the book by Carl Newport called Deep Work? No, not yet. Look for that book. And for the listeners as well, I highly recommend the book called Deep Work, a wonderful resource. It has really helped me to really focus without distraction, you know, in this world where everything is just asking and requesting for our attention. So look for the book Deep Work, Rules for Focused Success in a Distracted World. It's by Carl Newport. Book recommendation from this podcast. We make sure that you are given all the resources that you need to help you move into your next level on purpose. You know, Michelle, I'm a bit curious because this is my space and I I just love the personal development world and what it has done for me. I have seen myself morph and evolve into somebody sometimes I do not even recognize. Uh, And I've not even tapped into the fullness of who I'm meant to be. I've barely scratched the surface, but I love who I have become as I 
work on myself. You know what I mean? And I attribute this a lot to the books and the resources that I read, the podcasts I listen to, the coaches and the mentors that I have worked with, and so much more. And of course, even the, my, my close friends and associates, people who pour into me every single day and people I pour into as a result. You know, the beauty with my world, especially the coaching world, is that it is such a such a beautiful, beautiful space where you get to interact with clients and I benefit, my clients benefit from me and I also benefit from them, as you can see in this conversation. And Michelle, what I'm alluding to and what I want to hear from you is who have been three of your most influential coaches and mentors? Thanks, uh, John. I think you know the first one. <laughs> it's a lady called Joanne Muturi. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. Thank you. Because if you hadn't come into my life the the way and the time that you did, I don't think we'd be here today and I wouldn't be talking about the lady anchored. And I just like to add, coaching and mentoring is not a luxury. It's a necessity. It's something that I would attest to and I would uh, always encourage others to to look into it. And primarily because as a mindset coach, I see that, and you know, that realization that all choices I make are mine and they lead to where I go to. So I'm not as empowered or where I need to be. Why don't I work with someone who has that expertise, who can be able to help me in that journey? So for me, that's uh, just, a, it's not even a Teach or anything. It's just, it's a necessity. Like from here, you need someone to actually uh, work with you. So Joanne, thank you for that. It's it's really helped me. It's birthed a lot of things. And you know, even as you continue working together, I see so much that is coming out. And, um, you know, just saying yes to my purpose every day always reminds me that Joanne said yes to her purpose. So I yes. need to do the same. My success is important to someone out there. My success is important to the Lord. So I'm also an aspiring author. I'm writing a book of my story, my life story, uh, and some of the lessons that I've learned. And one of the coaches and mentors that I follow and, and I read uh, his books is the late Miles Monroe. I find, you know, what he speaks about as well on, on unleashing the purpose and even writing because he says, your story matters. And it's, it's your story for a reason and it's actually meant to, it's going to touch lives. So if you don't write, if you don't put it out there, then there's someone somewhere who's missing out on what you have. And to lose to what uh, Joanne, you had said, we're all unique. We all have our different purpose that we need to actually unleash and unveil to the world. There's someone waiting for, for us to stand up and uh, say yes. And then... Not a coach, but a mentor that uh, right now is a guy called Kudamlingo. He works at Cisco. He's um, he's taught me, you know, the being very patient and calm at work and making the choices that you choose daily. And so, just um, he offers a lot of guidance and direction when it comes to asking those hard questions that you know you don't necessarily want to deal with at that specific time, but he's really helped me in my career in some of the choices that I've made in, in life. And I'm happy. At least I have, you know, people that are, are really supporting me. And then of course, John, I have to add a bonus. Mel Robbins, her five second rule <laughs> for an uh, inspired action every, every day, just quick, fast action. You have the, so maybe just for, uh, listeners, the five second rule is you count down from five when you have a choice before you. By the time you get to one, you find that it, it pushes you to actually take the action that needed. So an example that is given is, you know, there's some things that we put off. An example may be like washing dishes at night. So after dinner, you've, you've had dinner and the dishes are just sitting there. So I find that it's affecting your your emotional mindset, your mental, you know, it's there, it's something that needs to be done and it's just going to be racking your, your brain. So if you count down from five all the way to one, immediately you hit one, go do the dishes, leave, you know, that action is done. And so the more you find that day one, you'll do that, day two like that. So it becomes the norm. Immediately after eating, you wash your dishes, you go. And so if you take that into life, what are those things that we do? Are we procrastinating? Are we seated, you know, watching Netflix? 
and you remember there's something that is is meant to build you. You're meant to do something for your business or there's, you know, that inquiry that you need to make, yeah? Uh, if you come down five all the way to one and just go ahead and do it, go and do it. Uh, th- we have so many distractions in life and, you know, we, we get into that comfort zone. So taking that quick, fast action is is quite important. Don't think about it. Five seconds, wake up, go and do it. Yeah. I think we're so aligned in so many ways because yesterday I was having a conversation with my husband and I was sharing with him. Actually, he was, it was a conversation and he was sharing with me how he had recently, not too long ago, uh, decided to listen to Mel Robbins because I talk about her in this house all the time. And he was like, she's amazing. Then I'm like, of course she's amazing. And he said exactly what you said about the five second rule. And I applied it recently. I was seated in my office because I'm a teacher. I like to teach. I find that I have so much paper around me. I'm always typing. I'm always writing. I have things on my desk. Sometimes you, you can laugh because right now, as I look at my desk, I even have a bottle of nail polish remover. I have a matchbox for my candles. You know, there are little, little things that are on my desk. And the other day I was seated here and I'm like, these things are just irritating me. And I'm like, but I don't have the time to, you know, make my desk really orderly. And I'm like, it just takes me, again, the five second rule. And literally, I kid you not, I just like, I'm like, let's clean up this desk. Ten minutes later, I had an orderly desk. What needed to be kept away was kept away. And I felt so much better, right? Because I was literally just about to teach a series of webinars on my YouTube channel. So that for me was like, it's just something that you just need to say to yourself, I can do this and then do it. Not I can do this and then procrastinate. I can do this and then do it. Michelle, I want to thank you for that shout out that you've given me. And I say that all the time. Coaching is not a luxury. It is a necessity. And you know, some people get turned off by, oh, I don't have that huge amount of investment or I don't have all that money. But I want to encourage you that start with the book, start with the deep work book I've recommended, start with my podcast, listen to all the episodes, you know, go and read Michelle's blog. We're going to put her stuff in the show notes. What I'm trying to say is that it, it doesn't have to be what quote unquote you'd consider extreme, just start somewhere. Go to YouTube. I would go sometimes, not I would, I still do every single morning. Take a a Wayne Dyer recording on YouTube, right? Listen to somebody and say, who do I feel I want to hear from today? And I'm like, today I feel like listening to Bishop T.D. Jakes. And I put him for 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, I feel like listening to some encouragement, a fellow personal encourager of mine, Joel Austin. And I put 20 minutes of Joel Austin. So everything doesn't have to be like, oh, it has to be this big thing, you know. Just start with what you have and build up from there. So Michelle, what I want to ask you is, when you are running a business and you are also in corporate, those are two totally different mindsets. A corporate mindset and an entrepreneurial mindset are night and day, (laughs) totally different. Tell us a little bit of how you're able to shift between the two different mindsets. Like I said, I I think everyone listening will hear Michelle has talked about being conscious, (laughs) being consistent, being intentional. So, you know, with entrepreneurship, it's quite exciting, but it's also overwhelming on its own. And you have... With entrepreneurship, you have to keep pushing yourself for the results. You know, when you're employed, this is what I want you to do, one, two, three, and this is, you know, it's it's set up and, you know, that's how you can go into deep work. You can set aside time to just, uh, if it's a meeting with a customer, you know, you go in and do that. But for me, I'll, I'll go and say, being in that positive mindset, being in a space where you understand I'm at work and these are the deliverables that I need to give for work. And when you're in that space, you give it to yourself fully a hundred percent and, you know, get, get into that energy flow and just 
give your all at work. And then when it comes to like set aside time, for me, I ensure the time is set aside, consciously set aside time. If I need to get in a mindset of of creativity, of seeing what I'm coming up with, what new programs will be there, you know, and all that, it has to be in a specific frame of mind and a specific space. So like I said, my calendar is, is always up to date, whether it's for work, whether it's uh, the Lady Anchor it's one. So the, one of the things also my employer is aware of what I do. Uh, my manager is aware. Um, in fact, um, and I think it's just a recommendation for anyone who has uh, is in this space as well. It's good to share also with your organization because guess what? They're your, going to be your first clients. They're going to be the first people that will actually utilize your 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 expertise. So for me, my um, you know my manager is aware, and so. My calendar, it's one calendar. So if he sees, you know, there's this that at this time, he's very aware. If at all there's anything that gets into the workspace, uh, into the work time, uh, so to speak, the nine to five, he's fully aware and, you know, he he's up to date. But for my own business, I take aside time. Because remember with, with your own business, your mindset has to be, it's all me. I can't stress enough how life i know growing up you, you know even in high school and all that you you get told you have to pass you know it's all on you it's all on you but when it's business you know it's all on you it's all on you and god is there with you and he's working with you but you need to take the actions that are needed so without not going too much into some of the tools that i have i have um that I, that I offer within the mindset coach there's something that's called a clarity map which is how can i be productive at work how can I be productive in my own business? What does success look like to me in the lady anchored in this week, in next week? And what does success look like for me at work? So success at work, of course, is the normal, the, the sales targets that you have to meet. These are some targets that you have to go in and be able to set. So you have to put yourself in that mindset saying consciously, if I need to make a sale, then that means I need to meet someone. I need to make that call. I need to go for that meeting. I need to do all that. But you have to really have separate times. Separate times, but I also believe in being very open with your organization and saying, okay, if something may end up eating into your work time, it's good to actually be, you know, sharing that with your manager or organization, depending on, you know, or again, the organization and it not being in conflict with what you what the organization uh, also offers and there's a saying before you there's something about you know you sharpen the axe for six hours if you have a job for 10 hours you sharpen it for eight or nine hours and then you know use the one hour to cut so for me consciously you have to sit and see what does success look like for me as someone who wears two hats and from there is when you know these are the actions that I need to take otherwise you will see that you end up doing uh, things that are interlocking, inter, um, you find that instead of working, you've gone maybe for your own business and that's what you're doing. But from the onset, you need to be very conscious. You have to choose what builds you and what builds you in both angles at work and also in your business. But in your business, it's you. Just always remember it's you. So the decisions you're making and, and uh, as John has said, you don't have to say, okay, maybe you're thinking extreme is getting the coach. But in your business, how many other people are in that business as well? What are they doing? Can you learn from them? Uh, who are their coaches? Who are their mentors? Or can they also be your coaches and mentors in your journey and at work as well? Who are your career coaches? I know like when I talked about who are my mentors, I was very uh, intentional in putting someone as well in my career development because it's something that I'm interested in and I want to grow in. It's not an accident that God put me here in, in the IT profession. There's something that I also need to deliver and offer. So that's what I'd say on that, Joanne. Oh, that's excellent. And um, I really like that transparency. And I'm so happy that you shared that with us because that's a question that many people ask me. How do I need to let my boss know? What do I do around that? And, you know, you've answered that question for many people because I'm like, you can't grow a business when you're hiding. You cannot. How will you put your social media stuff up? How are you going to do YouTube lives and you're hiding? You know what I mean? So I found that some of the people who are not really able to move with speed and with power is because they are hiding. 
So be fully transparent. And again, what you said, Michelle, is that don't do the thing that is in conflict with what you're being paid to do. Remember, your job is what is keeping you going. It's what is paying your bills. It's what is affording you even that luxury to be able to pay for that coach. So you have to honor and respect that job while you're still in need. So what, Michelle, you have said is Hot on. I absolutely love it. And I know somebody listening will be able to take a tip from that. Now, Michelle, we're coming towards the close of this interview, but you know, I want to hear from you because I know there's something that we are working on, or rather, you are working on, and I'm watching it unfold before my very eyes. And I can't tell you how excited I am about this project. I I love what it is that you have come up with and even just being able to watch from the sidelines, even as I get into it more actively with you. Let's let the cat out of the bag. What is it that you're cooking in your business right now? Oh, Joanne, thank you. Um, So I am working on a full day retreat for the Lady Anchored and uh, it's called the Pampered and Empowered retreat. Now, it's it's going to be on the on Saturday, July 9th from 9 a.m. and open to all female entrepreneurs and career professionals. And it's essentially for all of us, the all of us who are feeling we are killing it at work, we are getting it uh right. But we also feel like there's a bit, we are compromising maybe on, on our own personal time and our personal happiness. And so it's going to be a jam-packed uh, retreat and it's going to help us to eliminate, uh, you know, distraction, to take charge and be able to di- redirect our lives and get practical tools. We'll actually have practical tools in that session. And um, we have practical sessions in line with being pampered and also being empowered in that session. And the aim there is to help us to balance our professional, our business success with our own health and our happiness. Because sometimes being uh, the professionals that we are, we forget about ourselves. We forget to show ourselves that love that we are showing to others. So it's, it's to also help us um, and think about it like this, all the work that you do, what matters is the quality of output that you come out of that. So it assumes that you're taking care of yourself. You're being able to create time and space to basically reflect and, and uh, think of how you make the next steps and help you to remain uh, elevated and thriving in the in the profession that you're in. So if you want to come and be pampered and empowered at the same time, please uh, look out uh, for the invitations on our social sites that will be going out from the next week. Uh, I look forward to seeing all of you. I will share more information on the page and as you follow me from from today. Uh, so my social sites, if I may, um, there's a website. Yeah, sorry, just finished the website, but we are going to have all this in the show notes. Yes, yes. So so you can just finish the website because you had started sharing that. But just for the sake of the podcast, we will have everything in the show notes so that the people can follow you properly from there. So what was the website? Sorry, Michelle. No problem. The website is theladyanchored.com. Actually, all the social sites, you search for the Lady Anchored, you will find me. Thank you. Excellent. Uh, You have shared that. And what I love about her is that her social sites are very congruent and they're all the same. So definitely you you will see that on the show notes of this podcast. Now, Michelle, uh, viewers, before uh, listeners, rather, before we finalize this, I just want to confirm that this event will be happening on July 9th. But for those who will be listening years to come, months from now, because we recognize that this material will be available, you know, years from now, these opportunities will be there again and again and again. So don't have that fear of missing out. We know that this is just the beginning of many, many more. And congratulations, Michelle, on that. Michelle, as um, we come to the tail end of our time together, I just want to hear from you. What does the next level on purpose mean to you? The next level on purpose to me means a lady who's anchored in her field, in her faith and in her purpose. And every day she picks up and makes conscious choices, conscious actions 
to live out her purpose fully. It's a next level on purpose is accepting who you are fully and making those choices every day to remain that woman. And, you know, giving yourself everything that you do, every conscious action that you make, you give 100% of your actions and 100% of your faith. So can we personalize that? Because you kept saying you. So I want you to <laughs> you. So because I asked you, what does the next level on purpose mean to you? So I want to hear the next level on purpose to me. And this is a coaching opportunity for those who are listening. This is how we coach. This is how we coach. So this is a very good live training session as well. We have included a bit of coaching. So personalize it to you. So the next level on purpose to me means that I am not the person. So let's bring it back to you, Michelle. Yes. So the next level on purpose to me means... I am anchored in my field, I'm anchored in my purpose, and I'm anchored in my faith. Every day I wake up choosing to take conscious, intentional steps to remain in my purpose, to remain faithful, and to to give 100% of all that I am and all the resources that I have to living uh, that life, that successful life, that emotionally empowered life, that thriving life. That is so rich. And and if the audience, as you listen, when she personalized it and took it back to herself, you could feel the power and the potency in her voice. Like I could just feel she's owning her space and she's speaking from such a powerful position. And that's what I want you, I was going to say you guys, <laughs> what I would want my next level on purpose peak as I'll call you, to learn that personalize these things because when you personalize it, you own it. You take responsibility for it and you flow with it. So thank you, Michelle, for giving me an opportunity to coach. I haven't had an opportunity to coach on the podcast yet. So that's a big tick for you on Michelle's podcast. We actually had an opportunity to share just a a little uh, snippet. And Why I can do that with Michelle is because she's my client and she has given me that permission to coach her and to work with her. This is not something we would do with just anybody. Why? Because she has given me that entry point into her life. So just want to give that quick caveat. So Michelle, now that you've given us such a powerful, um, what next level on purpose means to you, I would just love to hear your closing remarks. You know, give us your closing remarks and a parting shot. What did you want to tell me? What did you want to tell your audience from your heart? Just speak, 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 my lady. Thank you. Thank you, Joanne. So I would say God has given us all that we need to be in the season that we are meant to be in right now and the season that we're in. But we need to take on a mind, a body, and a soul approach. And one of the things that you cannot afford to do is compromise on what is truly important to you. So don't compromise. And always remember that you need to focus on what you can control. Commit to shining and keeping it real each and every day. Commit to making an inspired action towards your goals every day of your life. I like to say, I get to choose how I get to live my life. Those words, every time I say them, it makes me uh, think, then that means I can get to choose an extraordinary life. So dear listener, will you join me in choosing an extraordinary life for yourself today? I love it. Choosing an extraordinary life. And I love that affirmation. It it flows so well that I choose, I get to choose how I get to live my life. But above all, Michelle, and I think this is just so powerful. Again, you're just throwing this amazing, amazing value nuggets at us. You said, do not compromise on what is important to you. And I believe that we will walk out of this podcast all the more abundant and ready to step into what we've been put to do. So let's begin shaping our most purpose-driven and aligned life right now as we move to our next level on purpose. For me, this show has been exceptional. 
this show has just been such a wonderful reminder of why I do what I do. And Michelle, you know, I'm so excited for your event. I'm so excited for your business. I'm so excited for your career as well. You have been so transparent and so open and so truthful, you know, through this entire hour or so that we have been together. And I just want to say what you just threw back at us, you know, about creating that extraordinary life. May you get to experience extraordinary in everything that you do. May the good Lord walk with you in everything that you do. May he shine his light on you. And above all, may you stand with your head held high, knowing that every person that comes into contact with you, their life will never be the same again. And that's the same for you, my dear audience, until we meet again on the next level on purpose. Michelle, I will give you the opportunity to sign us out. What will you tell the audience as we sign them out? Thank you for listening and live your extraordinary life. Don't wait. Do it today. Take that choice today. Wonderful. Yes. Take and make that choice today. We are over and out. Until the next episode, this is the Next Level on Purpose podcast with Joanne Muturi and today's guest, Michelle Kahonzi-Iha. And I cannot wait for you guys to step into the extraordinary and to live your one royal life with boldness and courage. If you're not honoring your purpose, you are suffocating your soul. So go do that which is extraordinary. Go do that which is you and be bold. Be you be unique in the process. Bye, everybody. Michelle, let's say bye together. Bye. 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 Until next time, it's Coach Joanne. All the best.